Welcome to Picks Populi Radio, the radio home for Picks Populi, the most unique football picks game in the world. Think you have the skills to match wits with our pigskin prognosticators? Join us at PicksPopuliSports.com and get in the game. Now, from the Picks Populi Studios, it's Tim Wood and the coach, Russell Holly. And welcome to the wild card edition, the national championship edition of Picks Populi Radio. I'm your host, Tim Wood. I am uh, the founder of the Picks Populi football game, the former managing editor of Bleacher Report, alongside two-time Picks Populi champion and uh, longtime football coach, longtime friend, Russell Holly. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Tim. How you doing, brother? I am good. I mean, listen. Great, we both are good. <laughs> great weekend of uh, just a great weekend of college football, NFL. Even, even you know, there were there, there was a little drama in in a couple of these games with the NFL, and certainly a lot of drama around the bowl games, around uh, the big game. Next week, some drama before they even play here. We'll get into that. Yes. Uh, so we have been playing this this game throughout the year. Uh, we've we've been giving our our thoughts uh, on the podcast. We give you the uh, picks of our our the consensus of our picks, popular players, and uh, Vegas Pro uh, on Forbes Sports Money. And we are we are coming down the home stretch of both the college, the NFL, and the Picks Populi season. We started out with 440 players that signed on to play at PicksPopuliSports.com. We are down to 12. Yes, we are. And two of those people just happen to have mics in front of them right now. That's us. Winner's bracket, my friend. Haven't even lost in the double elimination yet. I came as 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 I documented with horror on last week's show. I came close to falling out of the losers bracket last week. You did. You did it round one. That's for sure. This week, not even close. No. Put it away no. after about five games, and ended yes, up, you did. Ended up beating. I you know and and listen, Larry Pruitt. You've had a good season. One of our Forbes players had a great season making picks. Uh, this wasn't your week, my friend. And uh, I disposed of Mr. Pruitt 85 to 16. Uh, Mr. Russell Holly disposed of another one of our Forbes players, Steve Olivier. Yes. In equally impressive fashion, 77 to 11. Unfortunately, both Larry and Steve both lost their loser bracket, uh, their loser bracket matchups. Uh, the way way we do it in the playoffs, we go head to head, and uh, the winners bracket plays totals of the college football picks and the NFL picks. We ask players to pick the winner and how much they're going to win by, and they they get points accordingly about by how close they are or how far away they are to the picks. So when we're talking eighty-five to sixteen, uh, I was I was spot on on a lot of picks. Uh, Russell was spot on on a lot of picks. Our opponents not so much. So no, we are down to twelve. 
Uh, it is all about the wild card weekend, all about the national championship uh, this week as as I take on the uh, one of the veteran players of Picks Populi from from the the old days in uh, the South Carolina Low Country. The, the mayor, the former mayor of Bluffton, <laughs> South Carolina, Hank Johnston. He's a good dude too, man. Great dude, great dude, <laughs> and and was thrilled to get him back in the game. And uh, can't say I'm too surprised to see him in this spot. Even he he, no. he came in late. That's why his seating was so low. Yep. But he uh, he made it in the the field of 64, and. Uh, he is easily the well. Let me just check that. Yeah, easily the highest seed left among all the players. He came in as the fifty seventh seed, and uh, he and I will square off in uh, the full the full buffet of uh, NFL and college picks this week. You will be taking on Ron Wilson who disposed of my sister, Diana Pinkham, ah. 52 to 51, Russell. And, yes, and we, we were talking happened. about that one. And yes. that happened on the last play of the last game of the week in yep. the Sugar Bowl. Yes. Auburn with the cheap Last-second touchdown. Gus Malzahn just had to put on those points. <laughs> and by doing that, he knocked out my sister. Uh, out, yes. of the lo- out of the lo- winner's bracket, anyway. Knocked her out. 52-51. So the 10th seed knocks out the 7th seed. Ron Wilson to take on the 2nd seed. Russell Hawley. Uh, our two other uh, Elite 8 matchups in the winner bracket. Winner's bracket, Eric Bowman, the four seed uh, from just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, in, in actually in UGA country. Big, big uh, dogs fan. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, he takes on uh, mortgage <laughs> broker Rick Bowden from North Andover, Massachusetts, the 21st nice. seed. Knocked off our friend Gene King. Knocked Gene off my King. dad. So he, he has been... Uh, he is, he has uh, been the surprise, quite honestly. He, he got the 21st seed, but he never really wowed. He was fairly inconsistent throughout the season. But uh, Rick Bowden making the play to be named the top amateur prognosticator nice. in the land. And then in the other uh, quarterfinal, Niles Trick. A surprise of sorts. The 30th seed, one of the Forbes players, uh, he knocked off the 14th seed, David Neal, last week, convincingly, 88 to 37. Wow. Uh, he That's knocked, a lot of points. He is the one who knocked knocked Steve Kistelitz, the third seed, out of the winner's bracket in week one. So, uh, mm-hmm. Niles facing off veteran player, um, one of our fantasy football friends, the sixth seed, Alan Arsenault. So that's So your... I get them next or you get them next if we you make get the you get the trick Arsenault winner. Ah. 
I get the the uh, Bo, Bowman Bowden winner. Gotcha. And then in the losers bracket, there are four left in the losers bracket. Kistelance, as the aforementioned Kistelance, almost ran into the unluckiest matchup of the week, as he he had the most points of the week. He had ninety three points for the week, but so did his opponent, Chris Ogle, one of one of our Forbes players, the fifty fourth seed. He also had ninety three. Then so we went to the tiebreaker of total regular season points, and Steve. Is alive heading into wow. week three. Alex Yates, another uh, another Forbes player, the twenty fourth seed. He is uh, the second alive in the losers bracket. They will await. They will await the uh, losers of of our matchups. As as will Susan Leclerc, the thirteenth seed, and the eleventh seed, Rob Gillander. Both, Rob. Of, yes, our friend, our friend from the, the Low Country, both had very convincing wins, and so that's our top twelve. Uh, Russell, we we've got some games to get to, we've got some some big stories to get to. Um, yep. A big big week last week. Uh, ho- hope you had a a great uh, a great New Year. Seemed like it was pretty calm for you. It was great. It was good. You, you had you I'd had some you, friends I- over. We did. We had some friends over um, New Year's Eve and kind of laid low the rest of the time after that. But, um, you know, made a trip down to Disney on that Friday. Of course, of course we went to Disney. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm a Disney nut. But I tell you, I'm, I'm just excited for this game and for this show, um, how national it's gone. I mean, you mentioned people from Georgia and Massachusetts and, um, you know, I know we had Virginia players and I mean, uh, you know, it's I mean, just. Can you imagine? Door. So, Alex Dates is from from California. Wow. Uh, Steve Kistelitz from Florida. Uh, Chris Ogles from Nevada. Uh, wow. Tommy Pruitt, who is also who's one of the guys uh, I played. He is in. He's from Toronto. Uh, Larry Larry Bozell from Bluffton. Let's see here. Now, yeah, we, it's crazy. We've got, we've it's got crazy. players. We from four hundred four hundred forty of the players. We had we had players from uh, thirty eight states and four countries. It's crazy. I mean, you know, can you a little, yeah. back, a little backyard game that that I, I, you know you're the founder, but you know many times you and I talked about tweaking and oh, how yeah. to score it, and you know this is just something that I mean going back to our old fantasy baseball days, sitting in the back room of the Bluffton today. At, till three o'clock in the morning that all this stuff is like, it's just amazing how far um, something can come when you really kind of put it out there and people buy into it. I mean, it's the magic of the internet. And, and I will tell you a huge props for the revival for this show, for the revival of the game. Go to my sister, Diana Pinkham. She pushed me year after year. So we played this game. Uh, we, we played it, for probably what four or five years, uh, yes, in in Bluffton and at in, least, in, the, at in, least. The, in the Low Country, and then uh, when I left the newspaper down there, I I, I stopped the game and uh, just you took your ball and went. I home. took my ball and went home exactly, <laughs> and and you know just you know uh, it was a time time consuming. 
to to add up the points to 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 get all the players interested. Um, so every year for probably for the last five years, my sister, you know, from probably April on, has said you gotta you gotta start picks Populi back up. You got something there. You got yeah. you, you got something there. And it is a very unique game. People loved playing it. You got to do it. And you know, I took a look around with the technology nowadays um, that we use to to uh, put out the the picks each week. That uh, is used in in part to help tabulate. Um, it, it it became a lot easier to do, and and obviously with the social media and uh, all all of our means of getting out the word, it became very. Uh, not not easy but very foreseeable like you could you could see a path to it to 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 take this to a to another level and uh we have done it yeah and you know we talk about the show uh you know uh, this show is beginning to take off i mean i have a lot of people here in florida that have started listening to the show and now they're wanting to know how do i play this game and i'm like well you know we're gonna play it uh, in other facets um, in the spring, but you know the football part, you got to wait till August. And uh, uh, they, I've had, gosh, uh, you know, twenty to thirty people already ask me about how can I get in the game. People that have just listened to the show. So I think I think that's a great, you know, it's just a great thing. One thing we're going to work on for next for for next year is football season. Some news broke this week of. Uh, and it kind of sparked my interest. They run a super contest out in Vegas. It's called the Super Contest, and it's, it's you know it's a it's uh you 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 you're picking five winners every week essentially. Uh, they they give you they give you a bunch of games to pick from, and and this is done I believe by one of the sports books out out in Vegas, um, but it has turned into the the prognosticators World Series of Poker. And wow. the winner actually uh, won nine hundred thousand dollars this year. A, a, a Starbucks barista from Oregon uh, nice. t- took home nine hundred thousand dollars. So it got me thinking, and I, we are going to work on it for next year. We are going to work on partnering with with one of our with one of our our, our, our Vegas friends, and one of the one of the the grand prizes for for next fall we're going to work on it being a a entry into the super contest for 2018 that would and, be great and that that's a you know it's fifteen hundred dollars to get in so so we we will work on that uh we've we've taken some big steps this year hope to take some big some big uh bigger steps over the course of the year but but uh We've got now to talk about, sir. Yeah, let's do it. I, I didn't mean to get off on that tangent. No, I hey, just, listen. I, I just mean, wanted, you know, our friends that are listening to this show just to kind of, you know, when football season ends, I know you and I have talked about this. Uh, you know, we're going to continue the show. I mean, there's some other stuff we can talk about on the way to, um, you know, on the way to the NCAA tournament. You got the Masters coming. You have all these other things coming that you and I are both passionate about. Yeah, we're going to figure out some special events to do. Uh, around around the NBA, around March Madness, like you said, around some some golf majors, 
we'll figure out we'll figure out some some interesting ways to come at the baseball season as well. Yes. So, yes. Um, yeah, we're gonna keep spring this, training is around the corner. We're gonna keep this going. Uh, we've got and we'll have yes we'll 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 have to we'll have to put our minds together on on how how to how to make this year round calendar happen when when we uh, get together for spring training this year. Yes. All right. So let's let's do it. Wild card games. And again, uh, you know, apologies for the, the digression, but listen, as as Russell said, a lot of folks ask. You know, a lot of folks kind of pick have picked this show up on the fly and have asked us, uh, "What's going on here? What is Picks Popular? What is Picks Popular Sports dot com? What what are you guys doing?" It you know, it's it's a unique sports con sports picks contest. That's all. Um, you know, we're asking. For winners, we're asking for how much. We're asking for for margin of victory, and yes. uh, you know, you, you get points for how close uh, how close you can be, and uh, you get points for being you get deducted points for being far off, which you know makes it makes it unique. Uh, you never want to end up in the negative. A couple players, unfortunately, ended up in the negative this week. Yeah. So, all right, we will get to. The national championship and wild card weekend. We'll take a quick break, come right back at you on Picks Populi Radio. Tim Wood, Russell Holly, and you back here on Picks Populi Radio. Okay, coach, a yeah. lot of action to get to. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, People going, wow, there's only really six games playing this weekend if you count the uh, FCS championship game. But, you know, I know we're not going to pick that game, but there's a lot of side situations that are going on in these games that, uh, you know, it's kind of like the onion. you got to peel it off and look at everything. So so the biggest layer of the onion to peel off yes. as, as we talk about this national championship game, number one, Alabama, number two, Clemson. Lane Kiffin, out as offensive coordinator for the Tide. Um, Steve Sarkeesian, the uh, maligned, uh, dethroned, um, went through some rough times personally. Um, Yes. And uh, Nick Saban hired him for his staff. And uh, the plan was for him to come in as offensive coordinator next season. And uh, as, as Lane Kiffin went off to coach Florida Atlantic for some reason. Uh, so apparently Mr. Kiffin uh, did, was not playing nice in the sandbox and, and was not able to focus on the task at hand enough. Are you surprised? No, I mean, come on, man. That's on. a head coaching job. I mean, you're in the middle of recruiting. You're, you're trying to put together a staff. I mean, yeah, but that, but that's the way Lane works. I mean, you know, he, he just uh, he's kind of about himself, and I'm, I, I am surprised that you know he and Saban got along so well. Well, we don't know how well they got along, but I mean. They've certainly been pretty good the last two years. They managed to cohabitate and, and yes. produce three SEC championships. Yes, and um, you know, I mean, it. Tell me this, coach. Tell me this. Any 
coach in that situation. I mean, you, you, you rarely hear of coaches sticking around for bowl games when, when, they've, uh, when they've been hired elsewhere, uh, let alone the national championship game. I mean, we're not talking about the tax slayer bowl here. You know, I right. mean, no offense to the tax slayer bowl, but um, yeah, it's in Jacksonville. Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, is it, the the situation itself? Take out Lane Kiffin, the situation itself was odd to begin with, wasn't it? Well, look at Kirby Smart last year. He stuck around through it all, and. Look how bad Georgia was. <laughs> I mean, he lost a lot of legs in recruiting by sticking around with Alabama uh, during that time. Uh, amazing you know, what two to three over. weeks in that. We, amazing what two to three weeks in that window yeah. can do. You got all the. You had a lot of guys jumping ship. You know, you had some guys following Rick. You had guys, you know, going to Tennessee. You had guys going to Auburn. You had guys going, you know, to Clemson, South Carolina. You had guys moving all over the place. Um, you and Kirby lost coaches because of it too. I mean, assistant coach went to South Carolina. Another assistant coach went with went to Miami. And I mean, the guy that was the interim head coach for Georgia in the bowl game ends up at South Carolina. So, you know, uh, I think I think it was probably the best thing to do. However, I am surprised that it did that. Uh, he didn't happen before the semifinals. Yeah, I just that's that's what's weird to me and to everyone, quite honestly, is is do it before then. You know, give Jalen Hurts a couple games to get used to 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 Sarkeesian. Um and you know those who will talk about the Alabama Washington game will say that was probably Kiffin's laziest uh, most disjointed uh, overall weakest game plan that they've that they've seen Alabama put forth offensively in a while. I mean, I mean, what they have like three hundred and fifteen something total yards, three hundred yards. It was Hertz. Hertz had had fifty eight yards passing. I think. It yeah. was, You know, it was, and and there was no rhythm to the play calling. No. Know? No. I mean, Sarkeesian was up in the booth. You know, he couldn't have contact with the players, supposedly, with quotation marks around it. But I saw a video today of him at practice, and he and Hertz looked like they had had many conversations before. You know, he wasn't supposed to, because he was a consultant, not supposed to really have um, direct contact with the players because um, he's not technically on the staff per se, as far as coaching of players, you know, per the NCAA. He's supposed to only be there for the coaches meeting and the consulting and things like that within the realm of the coaches. He's not supposed to have had any contact with players. Crazy to to uh, just put that in the, the, the week of the national championship game. Do you – so – you know, Saban is Saban's, Saban's not a dummy. So th- there's 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 a method to the madness here, and he he clearly felt like you know, I mean, if if he felt like Kiffin was his best chance to win a national championship, no matter what was going on, 
Kiffin, oh, he just, he'd Kiffin would it. still be there. Yeah, he would have wrote it for one more game. He clearly felt like Sarkeesian was was the best option, and uh, I, you know, it it creates a scenario where if 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 you're if you're Swinney and Clemson, uh, you, you don't know what to expect here. You know, they could they could be putting in a a bunch of, uh, you know doesn't even have to be completely new plays it could just be wrinkles on 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 the playbook well i i think what you'll see alabama do is some of the stuff that pitt did to clemson you know pitt pulled some guards um, out in front of the quarterback and had like had a little mini roll um, and and hurts can definitely do that and they ran a lot of backs out out and uh up the sidelines things like that if you look at the Pitt game, uh, that that was how Pitt beat Clemson, was backside of the backfield, throwing to them in space, um, basically pulling a backside guard and getting the quarterback out of the pocket. And everybody that Clemson's played, I mean, Ohio State just sat back there and and, and you know they took one for the team. You know, it Clemson, was they it, just, it, it was a it was it was. And I and I, I don't want to say this. I have a lot of family. My our, our my family is so divided, Clemson or South Carolina, and I apologize to all of my relatives who are Clemson fans. I totally missed them. I still hate Dabo, but I totally missed them. That uh, and you know, people will say, "Well, that was that was that more Ohio State laying a stink bomb, or was that Clemson steamrolling them?" That was Clemson steamrolling a national power. It was Clemson steamrolling them, but what happened was Ohio State came in thinking that they could just treat Clemson like every other Big Ten team or every or Oklahoma who came to them and played. You know, uh, you know they they treated them like they treated the other teams, and and basically it was Urban saying we're going to do what we do. Clemson's going to have to adjust to us. Well, the, yeah, the not so fast, Pitt, my friend. Yeah, right, the fact that <laughs> Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh beat them, and NC State really should have beaten Clemson. Yes. They should have had two losses in both of those games. And both of the game plans that Pittsburgh and NC State used were very similar. Ohio State tried to use their game plan. Ohio State tried to be the Ohio State University. And Clemson played right – they played right into Clemson's hands. Clemson just looked at them and said, they're not going to change – so they knew where they were going to be on every play. They knew the formations. They knew everything that Ohio State was going to do before they called the play. I mean, listen, the first nine games of the season, I, w- I would have said Ohio State will be just fine playing it that way. But Clemson has, has found their mojo. They have found their rhythm, and they've found their fire. You know, I, I, I yep. don't know if, if it's just like uh, – you just kind of going through the motions and, until until you get to the games that quote unquote matter, but uh, you know they escaped they escaped a lot of situations. Yeah, to be thirteen and, and or twelve and one going into that Ohio State game, but but they were playing uh, some really serious ball he- heading into these games. Yeah, and, and I mean uh, they had they had gotten it together. I mean. They made my guys look bad, you know. They and they they almost lost. They tried to give the ball get give the game away to Virginia Tech, but I mean they lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, Florida State. Florida State could have beaten them. 
NC State should have beat them. And, uh, you know, in Louisville, Louisville, uh, Louisville had an opportunity to beat them and just couldn't make the plays. I am shocked that this is a seven-point spread, Coach. This, so, you know, on the surface you would say, well, listen, uh, <laughs> Vegas just wasn't watching the games last weekend. You know, I mean. Well, I'm going to shock you. I'm going to shock you with my pick. You know, for for Alabama, with all of the madness going on there, to be a seven point spread, they are trying to they're trying to stir up some action. That's that's clearly what the seven point spread is all about. Because whether you like Clemson or not in this game, seven points is a big margin in this game. I believe. Uh, I you're not gonna you're not gonna like me. <laughs> <laughs> I give you my pick. I mean, because I, 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 I don't, I don't think it's enough. Coach, Alabama. I mean, de- defensively really strong, but uh, offensively they 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 can be stopped. I mean, Washington's defense stopped them. Jake Browning gave away momentum. Single-handedly at the end of the first half. That's your man, Jake Browning. You oh, love Jake. I just Browning. hate him. I really do. I and I <laughs> and I, I'm sorry. I know. Him. I'm sure he's a a wonderful kid personally, but boy, he just he he did exactly what I thought he was going to do in that in that situation. Just wilt. And that that defense, man, that defense was just begging the offense to make one play. I mean, they they were stopping Alabama left and right. Uh, you know, Bo Scarborough got his yards, no doubt. Well, a lot of it, a lot of it was some of that stuff Lane was trying to do. He was yeah, like, yeah. he was he was going through the motions. So, why seven points then? I got. I'm. A, I, I'm gonna go ahead and give you my pick right now. Yeah. Okay. I've so, got. I got Alabama winning 31-19. Alabama by twelve. Do you really? Yes, thirty-one nineteen. Alabama. A. You think that you think that this Alabama offense is going to put thirty-one points up against the Clemson defense? No, I think Alabama is going to put twenty-four up. I think the Alabama defense is going to put seven. So on you them. believe that that they're going to get they're going to get their their points, even though Clemson hasn't given up a non uh, hasn't given up a defensive touchdown since early October. Correct. Wow. Wow. 31-19, Alabama. So Alabama's going to score 31 or or 24, at least 24 on that defense. Yes. And Clemson is going to – okay, now that's probably the more believable. They're going to do what Pittsburgh did. It's the more believable part that that, that Clemson's offense can be held. Again, though, again, you you talked about it with Ohio State coach. If Alabama just tries to play their brand and does not account for Clemson's brand, they're not. They're not. They're going to get Jalen Hurts on the edge, and it's going to it's going to cause Clemson some problems. They're going to move the pocket. They're going to put them on the edge. That's what causes Clemson problems. Yeah. JT JT Parrott just sat back in there, and when he tried to run. It was a late scramble run where the linebackers were already in, in position and in the flats. 
Alabama's going to take the snap. They're going to get out on the edge, and they're going to put the Clemson linebackers in some in some bad situations. Who? So okay, let's just start there. We're going to give you a lot of picks here because we we asked for a lot of picks from our players in 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 this week's picks popular. The twelve players left are are making some uh, some real tough picks this week. They are tough. We they are tough. So I'm probably going to be out after this week, but they're tough. <laughs> I mean, listen, and this is what I said to to, to everybody because a bunch of people hit me like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Listen." This is this is this is a time where where the, the the cream rises. I mean, you know, it only gets harder with it with every every step. Yep. So you know, this shouldn't be any different. So yeah, it's it's not it's not Rutgers versus Michigan. You don't get to pick that game. You know, so I just I boy, you know, seven points. So you're you're. You're going way. No, I got second. twelve. No, you're not going. You're going just under, just under the fifty-one. Yeah, you're it's going to be 50. under. It's going to be under fifty-one. So, boy, I tell you what, uh, I just. I, I get, think Clemson. I, get what I think you're Clemson saying. scores first. I think Clemson scores first. I think they kick a field goal. I get what you're saying. That that. Alabama will get to the outside. They'll they'll get Clemson's defense off balance. Um, this Clemson defense, though, Coach, has been one of the better in-game adjustment defenses out there. Yeah, I and, mean, they do it. They do a good job. You know, I, I got uh, I got one of my uh, former athlete sons playing corner, uh, Cordero's Tank Tankersley Tootie place number 25 plays corner for clemson um his mom ran track for me many years ago was a state champion and uh uh you know he's he, he's a good kid he's a good kid he's probably going to be in nfl but uh, he can only be in so many places i mean i'm giving you seven points of bias here okay i'm giving you seven points of clemson bias and yet you're still going five more points above that. Yes. Yes, I'm going 12. I mean, I, you know, I, I was hoping just as a side bet between the two of us, you know, you give me the seven points, but. I'll give you 10. You, you're, yeah. You're, jeez. I'll give you 10. I'm comfortable with, I'm comfortable with my own you, skin. You give me 10 points. Yeah. It's on. It's on, we'll side on like Donkey Kong, my friend. We'll, we'll settle up at Spring training. There March. you go. There you go. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Winner, loser buys, uh, loser buys dinner at Hooters. How about that? Hey, we, we've had those. <laughs> we've had those weeks before. Yes. <laughs> loser pays for the days in. <laughs> no, hey, no, no days in this year. No, no days in on the, on the way to the Green Monster. No. No. All right. So we're gonna break it down by quarter as well. Okay. Yep. You like Alabama by twelve. I yes. I am going the other way. Listen, I, I don't see Clemson losing two years in a row to Alabama. I just don't see it. Wow. I'm, I am going Clemson by four here. I, I just I I like them. Uh, I like we, the way they're playing. We are two playing. touchdowns off. Wow. We are. We are. I like the way they're playing, um, and. I just don't. I there's too much chaos going on with Alabama right now. 
and even even with Saban, I I I just see, I I I just don't see good things coming of it. So I'm I'm going Clemson by four, and and not just because of the chaos. I truly believe Clemson's the better team here. I really do. Wow. And and listen, I. I picked against him, if you remember. I I'd had enough, like on the show I, I, at least. On the show at least, I picked against him. Yeah, did you go with him last week? I did. I switched. I switched it. I just I couldn't. Ah. I couldn't. I couldn't go against him. Come on now. I mean, I couldn't. I I had. I couldn't pick him. I I wanted to give him respect here, but uh, I just I just think Alabama has uh, has gone back and looked at some of those. I think Alabama is way smarter than. Ohio State, and I think they've gone back and looked at the problems that Clemson had with those games. I mean, Troy almost beat them the second game of the year, 30 no, to 24. Hey, listen, listen, like I said, we're talking about the first nine games of the season. There was, I mean, Clemson did not belong as number two. You know, Clemson yep. was, I mean, we, hey, listen, we talked about it on the show. Clemson got really lucky. In terms of of when they lost and yep, and how yep. that they lost all, they lost that, that right weekend out. they lost that right weekend they rightfully should should just the way things could have shaken out they shouldn't even be in the final four. Uh, no, if NC State had a freaking kicker, they'd have had two losses and they wouldn't even been in. Yeah, they'd have been in the Sugar Bowl or somewhere. Yeah, so but that's not how it played out. And that's just how, the way it and, goes. And how this team has been playing, uh, especially the last two games. I mean, I, I just yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going Clemson I, I, by four. I am. I'm. And, yeah, I, I I agree with that. That they play in the you know last two games, but I mean they almost lost to Virginia Tech. They almost gave the game away to Virginia Tech. So what I'm looking at is. Clemson's tendency sometimes to make mistakes and not get out of their own way on offense. And the other thing I'm looking at is the game plans that these other teams used and, and used effectively to basically take Clemson to the wire, you know, pit beating them. Those game plans expose parts of the defense that are still vulnerable and they're still there because of the coverage and because of the things that they play. I mean, they didn't miraculously get a, a, a you know a twelfth and thirteenth player on the field to go in those spots, and so I, I think that uh, you know Alabama will will exploit those those things. I think some of the analysis when the game is over, they will they will look hold a maybe a play that Pitt did in a side by side something that Alabama does to them. I I I hate to you know I hate to play this game because I hate I hate when they do it to fill time on 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 the shows but I mean I it's hard not to think after watching that Rose Bowl it's hard not to think what could have been and 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 just how inept Washington was as the fourth seed you know well I mean we, that, we talked that, about it I that, thought Southern Southern Cal was was really good and we talked about that you know uh, they didn't get into in the uh, pack pack 12 championship because of that that loss that they had in Colorado basically got to go because of the way it all shook out yeah I mean and you know Southern Cal was as good that 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 guy 
that guy's probably he's the best freshman quarterback in the country. Oh yeah, I mean, the, the, Donald, se- the second wow, the wow. second best the second best freshman quarterback in the country might be at the University of South Carolina. Okay, yeah, Jake Bentley. Hold hold your horses there, my friend. <laughs> So, hey, I gotta get a whole cooking so. a little bit. So, you know, and with all of that you just said about Southern Cal, Penn State, real. Sh- I mean, a shame to lose that game. The way the way that the way they came back, the way that they gave it away at the end. Yeah, uh, I know we were talking right. We were talking while it was going on, and uh, we, we, I know we said overtime, and I was like, oh, really bad throw. <laughs> Could could not believe when you when you texted me and said that, that Penn State had made it a game again. I turned it off. I was like, USC is going to run away with this. And boy, not not only did Penn State come back, they they go ahead by two touchdowns. You're like, wow, look at this team. Joe Moorhead's going to be the next coach of of jeez, who whoever is is still open. Moorhead's going to be, and, and hey, that, that might still happen. I know he's on the list for Minnesota. So, um, but you know, it's hard not to think like what Penn State would have, would have done in that in in that four slot, or even quite honestly in that three slot. Well, you know, it's funny because I had people who listened to the show. I had four different people texting me in the middle of the late third quarter, early fourth quarter, saying, "Hey, you should have picked Penn State." And I was like, "Okay, we'll see. Just let it play out." And then when it was over, I got all these sad faces texts coming yeah. on my phone. Well, not for nothing, folks. Uh, Russell Hawley was was on the Penn State. I was. I was, I was. was on Penn State. Kept saying, "Hey, just watch out. Just watch yep, out. Penn State is 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 lurking." Yep. And, yep. And uh, so it's not. There was no disrespect there. That's that's for sure. And oh. uh, imagine if it was an eight eight per eighteen field this this go round. Imagine if it was an eight-team field. You know, you would have had you would have had Southern Cal and Penn State, and you'd have probably had Oklahoma and Western Michigan. You you feel like they'll ever find a way to squeeze out eight and and still keep the Bulls happy? I I, I think I think it's the only way to go. I mean, you look at you look at the bowls and some of the attendance at some of these bowl games. Um, I think if if you go to the eight, I think you can can put some uh, you can pick you can even rotate the bowls you can have a semifinal game you know in Memphis you know just as far as uh, you know given the geographical of whoever it is and you can make some of these some of these people happy uh, because there's a lot of bowls had 20,000 you know 32,000 and a 65,000 seat you know stadium and uh, it just it's just not boding well because all these communities are putting all this money into these bowl games to build their community. And then, you know, you have nobody show up. Let's talk about how just logistically, how we think this game's going to play out and okay, the end of the first quarter, who, who who's ahead end of the first quarter, um, Alabama by three. So I, I would also agree that Alabama will will strike first, and I would probably say Alabama's going to be up seven to three at the end 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 of the first. I I, I think it'll be I think it'll be um, six to three. Okay, so end at halftime, you like Alabama by a touchdown. Yep, by seven. 
I like I, I I like a tie at half. And and that, okay. that and you know, Alan Arsenault was really one of the, the only one that was smart enough to 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 figure out how to do that. And and that's that was that was bad on me that I didn't offer up a tie as an option. Um, <laughs> but. Of course, Alan figured that out. Oh Come yeah, on. he just Mr. puts he Mr. Just Mr. Put numbers zero. guy. Come on, he just puts zero in. Mr. Um, numbers guy. So, I yeah, I like a tie at at, at halftime. I that's and at that point, I that's where I like uh, Alabama to start to take a little bit uh, control in the third quarter. I like Alabama. Well, let me by, let me ask you a quick question, Tim. Yeah. yeah. If it, okay, so if you have a tie at halftime, uh, that means that's two questions. I mean, two picks you're basically giving away. So if it's ten to nine, no one's leading, so you miss that one, and then you can't gain any ground. Um, your, your margin is going to be uh, off. Also, do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, I just want to point that out to you. So you're you're saying that we need to fix it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if, if, if you, uh, a tie is automatically, I mean, you're, you're basically saying, okay, nobody's going to be leading. So you can't get that one. Right. Everybody, everybody gets that right. Essentially. You're not deducted points. Okay. You're not deducted points. It's just a matter of how many points you're going to get. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, if it's a tie, then everybody gets points. So, I got you. all right, we both like Alabama. Uh, we both like Alabama up at the end of the third. You like them by yep. by nine. By, by nine, yep. I I like them by seven, and then I like Clemson to take control uh, early early fourth, and and late. You know, Alabama comes back, probably goes ahead by three, and then Clemson scores late to win it by four. Okay, that's you got it. You got it all mapped out. I like it. That's that's how I like it to play. Uh, you like the under. I like the under. You like the under. I, boy, I, you know, I want to see the over in this game. I, I don't want. I'm sorry. I just don't want to see an LSU. I don't want to see a ten seven LSU game. Uh, with with the with the power that both of these teams have on both sides of the ball, I just. I, I, my heart and my head says over here. My heart and my head says okay. says uh, twenty uh, twenty eight twenty four. Okay. So that's just barely over, but it's over. Yep. Uh, yep. And I and I got thirty one nineteen. I'm just barely under. You're just barely under. Okay. So with that said. We, you know, we both like them over fifty. So it's this. This isn't gonna in, in our minds. It's not gonna be just a a ten uh, seven game. So we, what are you thinking in terms of offenses? What how many like in terms of total yards that Alabama Alabama and Clemson are gonna put up? Um, I got Alabama with around three eighty five, and Clemson at four fifteen. So you got you got at eighty eight hundred. You just you just went went square at eight hundred. Yep, eight hundred total for the game. Yeah, and, and I, I I like Alabama. I, 
I like I don't like Alabama to have 385. I, I will definitely go below you there. I, I think Alabama is going to be more in the 340 range. I just don't see them. I, I don't see them finding a way to click it all together. Um, that was not the spot for for Jalen Hurts to lose confidence in himself. And yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of it was play calling. So well, I, I it, but it was play calling. But but the stat line is still the stat line. True. You know, and that that was his worst game of the season. So does he I mean what and do we st- what do we think of Jalen Hurts? That's really what it comes down to. I am I'm I'm just I'm telling you I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson. I, I'm I'm not a fan. Uh I think he is uh cocky and and um uh a a uh, brag bragging winner and a, and a poor loser, and so I, that's I think that's a good analysis. That's how I see it. That's why he so, and Petrino coexist. That true, true. You know, another guy that that kind of struck me that way, and I was, you know, those of you who watched Last Chance You on Netflix, uh, you know, <laughs> Nick Nick Franklin. Looked familiar to you in in the the Auburn Oklahoma game. Same sort of same sort of guy strikes me the same way. Uh, cocky cocky winner and and really really poor loser. So with that said, where do you put Jalen Hurts in the middle of all of that? Is is Jalen Hurts? Do you, do you feel like Jalen Hurts has the level headedness to to rebound from from that kind of that that kind of game, like he can just say to himself, "Hey, listen, I still let him. I still let him to a seventeen point win. It wasn't me, and and I'm I'm gonna go out and have the game of my life." I think he's just a cool customer. Yeah, I mean, I, when I look at him, I just think he's you know, I think he's uh, just a cool uh, kind of lets the game come to him. I I think once he saw how good Alabama's defense was. Um, against what Washington was trying to do, I don't think he was ever concerned with really just trying to do too much. And uh, again, some of the play calling that Lane was calling uh, wasn't necessarily setting him up for for some things, and they Al- kept him in inside a lot. So. Alabama's offense is gonna have to win this, though, Coach. I mean, as much as you might say that that Hurts can open up the outside and and maybe maybe that that gets them off balance and Scarborough breaks a couple and. I still I don't I don't think the running game is going to win this for Alabama. I honestly I believe that their passing game is going to have to win this game. I, I think it'll be a good balance, uh, I, and I think you know Clemson is going to throw the ball a lot. Yes, um, because because the back end of Alabama is probably their weakest uh, part of their defense is the, the back end. Uh, so the left tackle for Clemson is going to have a hard time. Um, he's not very good. Um, he, I think he has uh, 15 holding penalties on the on the season. Um, I think it was 20 something hurries, and he's only allowed three sacks. But when Deshaun Watson has to run for his life, it's because of his backside. And Alabama, with with all the horses, they'll keep running in there. This, this might be Alabama's best defense. Uh, Within the front, on the front end, not necessarily the back end, but the front end that they've that that Nick's had. 
So, so uh, I think so I, th- it, I think that Sean has trouble. Well, then does it come? So I mean, this this is uh, ultimately these games end up being on the quarterbacks. You know, a national championship game. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a um, a, a indictment or a celebration of of the quarterbacks here and. You know, a lot of people talking up Watson now. A lot of people saying, "Oh yeah, everybody I talked to says he's the, he's the best player. Should have won the Heisman." Okay, so is he the type of quarterback that can that can pick apart this defense? Can 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 Swinney and Watson uh, morph into Belichick and Brady? No, you know uh, Deshaun Watson. A lot of his passes are the are the jet sweep, throw it in front of you passes. <laughs> you know, the little uh, two-foot pass that is now called a pass, basically. Uh, he's had a lot of those. Uh, now, he his legs are, 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 are his biggest attribute. I mean, what he can do running the football is, um, is really probably, you know, second to none. But the problem is Alabama's going to get pressure with just the interior line, and the linebackers are going to be able to be in in the right spots to contain him and even give pressure. So I, you know, I think he's going to get his yards, but I think he's going to throw the ball fifty times. You like him for three hundred and forty yards. I do. I do. Now, is but that, I think so, he'll like throw a couple 50, to the other team. You, so you, you feel a couple yeah. picks are in the mix there, maybe even a pick six. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Alabama will score on defense. He has not yeah, been he flawless. He will throw it to the wrong team. He has not been flawless as of late. That is that is for sure. There you know, have been a lot of the three touchdown, two, inter, two interception lines. So, and if that ha- if that happens, they will lose by double digits. Game over. Yes, I agree. He's 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 there, there's he's got to have the game of his life. Uh, you know, and I, we, he's got to have no turnovers. That. We for, say for that. For Clemson yeah. to win, he's, he he has to have no turnovers, fumbles, or interceptions. That's the only way. And I don't. Clemson wins yeah, it. I don't think you know four hundred yards is the game of his life. I think a well managed game with with some calculated risks. And and maybe he ends up just over three hundred yards. That's the game of his life with no turtles. Yes. Um. You like so you like him for three forty. You like Hurts for two forty five, huh? I do. I do. I do. Again, some of that out in the seam, uh, throwing the ball to the tight end, OJ Howard. You He's know, got throwing weapons. the ball. He's got weapons. There's there's no you know. no doubt in it. You know? So, so I, I, I think the Clemson line, but I think what will end up happening is the Clemson linebackers will have to chase Hurts, and that's going to uh, allow underneath routes by tight ends and underneath routes by slot receivers to get in space and catch the ball up the hashes and maybe towards the sideline. So Scott morphs into a slot slot receiver just 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 to get some some yards essentially. Yes. So, okay. We, you know, I, I'm, I'm right in the neighborhood on Hertz, I guess. I, I like him over 200. I, I don't, you know, I, I would put it at 225. I, I've got to do okay. a little bit more math there. But I, I, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, 225 max. 
I, okay. I don't think it's, you know, a couple of our players are saying, you know, around 100 yards. I think that's too low. He's not going to have that kind of game again. If, if he does, they're going to lose. Oh, yeah. Abso- I mean, absolutely. And and, and, it, and it could be and double Nick digits wa- Nick the other wants way. To win. Yeah. Nick wants to win. So, I mean, he's trying to win. <laughs> you also think uh, Scarborough has has another 100-yard 100 100-yard game for, for uh, Bama, huh? I do. I do. And the reason I say that is I, I would even look for um, some roll-out-the-pocket type stuff from Hertz and maybe a, a, some draw and some different things, giving the ball back to Scarborough, maybe coming the other way, and doing some things um, to offset, uh, to, to allow Hertz to get on the edge. So you put some numbers in here for the rest of these players, but really my biggest question for you, you know, we asked, we asked for yardage for Wayne Gallman. We asked for yardage for, for uh, Mike Williams, o, uh, the aforementioned O.J. Howard, Ardavius Scott, Jordan Leggett. Really my question to you is, is so y- your, numbers were, uh, your numbers felt to me like you're playing the game. Do you feel like any of these other players are going to be r- true impact players in this game? I think Leggett and Howard um, are the players that I think whoever wins the game from those two will be the guys because those are the guys that are going to be underneath. Yes. Those are going to be the guys uh, up the seams. Uh, Mike Williams, I think Fitzpatrick probably covers him. And, you know, he's a pretty good cover guy. So, you know, Mike Williams uh, is – is kind of the X factor for me too. You know, if, if Mike Williams goes off and has a, you know, eight catches, 140 yards, Clemson's going to win. Uh, because they're now they're stretching the field now and Jordan Leggett's yeah, and going underneath. And, so, and Leggett's going underneath. And then, and that, that opens it up for Galman and, and the others, you know? So. Yeah. And, that, and that's a problem for Alabama, but I believe Alabama will be again, be able to get pressure with the D line. And the linebackers will be able to stay in the in the spaces that that they have now basically drawn up for the game plan to contain Watson and to give pressure on Watson and to keep him from running up the lanes. I I guarantee you they have every they've probably gone back on every single run that Watson's had the last three years, and they probably have a line on the basically they probably you know have have a, a video. And then they've probably drawn a pink line every lane he's ever ran in, and I would be I'd be willing to bet you that they'll have somebody in those lanes, because muscle memory will get will get you know Deshaun Watson's going to run in those spaces on the field that he feels most comfortable. I can't disagree with anything you just said. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I I think that I do think that I, I don't think Williams is going to have that big game. I think the big game is if is going to come from Leggett. Williams might get a couple of big, you know, twenty yard plus uh, breaks. Um, I think I think Galman is going to be pretty much contained. A lot of what I just said leads to an Alabama win, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. It does. See, that's how I got there. Yeah, that's yeah, how I got there. Yeah. I, I, I didn't just say, I didn't just throw a, put a piece of paper oh, on the ground, gosh, throw I a dart. Come on now, I know you, you, you're the mastermind. You probably you've been breaking down tape all, all weekend. <laughs> you've been going, you've been going all twenty two on me. Hey, 
I gotta do. I gotta do what I gotta do to try to win this thing. So, obviously, you like Clemson to commit the first turnover of the game. Yes, I do. And yes, I, I, I got to. I mean, I just for to to stay to my pick. I've got to pick Alabama, honestly, because if Clemson is the first turnover, I I don't like spotting Alabama t- ten to fourteen points in this game. Uh, I I don't I, I don't think I'm gonna like what I see out of Watson down ten or fourteen points early. We both like Clemson to score first. Yeah, I think Clemson takes the ball and goes down the field and scores. I think they they, they go down and kick a field goal. I, I don't think they'll score a touchdown, but I think they'll go down first possession, kick a field goal, very similar to what Washington did last week, and then Alabama will will, will kind of. Uh, do what Alabama does, and they may they may end up kicking two field goals right off the bat. That's why I said six to three at the end of the first quarter. So I'm going to go off script here. I, I I believe I believe in you that I can I can do this. Um, Absolutely. Player that we did not mention here that that becomes the X factor on the way to your prediction becoming true. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Alabama's kicker. I mean I I I, I think Alabama. I think they're going to get the 31 the hard way. I think they'll kick a few field goals and, you know, they may, uh, you know, 31 with three field goals is kind of hard to get there, but I think they'll get 31. Um, But I think Alabama's kicker, um, I like him in a crucial situation better than Clemson's kicker. And I, and I think, I think the Clemson kicker does a few, uh, I think Heigl doesn't perform up to his standards. Fair enough. All right, we have we have smothered uh, this this game. We've the the we've done the Waffle House treatment to this game. Smothered, covered. Uh, what are the other? That's right. What are the other? <laughs> I'm trying to I can't think. think of it right yeah, now. I can't. Smothered, I know. smothered and covered. That's all I can remember, man. I'm, hey, I, 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 but I, hey, everybody that's listening knows exactly what you're talking about, and everybody's like. Going for a snack right now while they're oh, listening. Oh man, you know, listen, I, I I'm no dummy. I I know the chili was canned, but man, whatever the can that was was that was good chili. <laughs> good chili, good chili. Just just like just like steak and shake. I know it's Dinty Moore, but it's good. Hey, we've been to steak and shake before at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, we have. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> and. Listen, so I'm curious. So you've lost a lot of weight, obviously, but even I have even, lost even a lot of weight before this. Um, just as as an aside, because it just it's piqued my curiosity now. Because I can't <laughs> get my wife to go to Waffle House. She just does not like what she sees in front of her at Waffle House. She's seen too much. What is it? The fact that all the seats are like made for like somebody five two. Uh, 140 pounds uh, smoking a cigarette. Well, it yeah, it's not even that. It's just it's like there's just too much to be seen. Like it's all cooked right in front of you, and it's 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 really not clean. You know, it, it, it's it's not the picture of cleanliness. Oh man, you're not talking about the grill that's cleaned every ten days. That's are what you? I'm talking. I'm like you know, so so. She just can't get past that. I mean, what about Laura? Can can can, can your wife? Can, no, you guys, we, we, yeah, you no. guys just don't do Waffle House. I even uh, even the brand was, even the brand new built Waffle House. You know, they're I, building these nice uh, brick Waffle Houses now. 
I don't know. We, we've actually, um, I think we've been in Gainesville four years. I think we've been to Waffle House like once. We're more of a Cracker Barrel kind of visit. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, now we're, we're a talking. Cracker Barrel visit. Catfish. Some, 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 some candy, get, candy get apples. All, oh, all yeah. day long. That's oh, it. yeah. Hey, get your candy for the road, man. Oh, yeah. Got it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I can't get out of it with, with those with two boys. I can't get out of Cracker Barrel with you know with empty hands. It's oh just, no, kidding! It never happen. Never happen. All right, we we're way off topic. We got it. We got to okay. get this. We got to we got to get this this train back on the the track. We'll talk. Uh, we like we said we we have uh, given you a lot of analysis of the national championship game. We'll we'll uh, we'll break down the wild card games. Uh, I will. I will just. I am not putting a downer on this, but two of these games, I'm. I could not be less excited about two of these games. I'm. I'm just giddy. I can't wait. Like yeah. Bart two, Scott. Two of the, Bart two Scott of the games will wait. not take long. No. It's. But but two of them are like Bart Scott. You can't wait. So yes. all right, we'll do that right after this musical interlude on Pix Populi Radio. NFL wildcard time here on Picks Populi Radio. Tim Wood, Russell Holly here to break down the action. Again, you still can follow the action of, of, of our game, Picks Populi. You follow it at PicksPopuliSports.com. You, you know, you can make the picks alongside. They, they, you know, we, the game itself is done, but, you know, the picks are still there for you to make. And uh, we're curious to see where y'all come down on, on, on these games for sure. Uh, as, as we said, the more to come from Picks Populi. You, you, you didn't get in on football. Don't worry. We've got more to come. Yes. We're going to have some big things for March Madness and beyond. So uh, to the NFL we go. The wild card games. Okay, let, let's just get the two. I, I, real, I, I think we're on the same page here in terms of the two that, that we really couldn't give a rat's ass about. Um, yeah, yes. So – you just said rat's ass. I did. I, I like said it. it. I said it. Uh, Raiders, Texans. Who? Raiders, Texans. Raiders yep. at Texans. They're in the playoffs? They are. Uh, shockingly. Oh. Shockingly. And, you know, I honestly, I think it really sucks for Oakland. I, I just, you know, like, like this, it's just not fair. These guys were legit. These guys, gods, man. these guys had it all going, and yeah, they they giveth and they taketh away, and and it, the it, football it was, god. It was taken away here, and uh, we're gonna see Connor Cook, who I I liked in college. I mean, I you know I thought he was underrated coming into the league, so uh, you know I. McGloin did zero for me. I don't even want to see him in this game. If we see him in this game, clearly the Texans are going to win. So, um, your buddy's back at quarterback for Houston. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> now. So, does are we are we clear that that Savage is still under? protocol here yeah he, he he's not gonna he, he might he's probably not gonna play he, he won't even dress it okay. no so that's that's unfortunate because 
I did, I did that hit and again it's amazing how this shakes shakes out now coach like you know a hit like that wouldn't that guy, you wouldn't even come out of the game 5 years ago and now he's going to miss a playoff game because of it because nope. it is real it's it, you know it is. concussions are real it is it so, is. It's. It's. I mean, ask some of these dudes. Ask Steve Young. You yeah. Know. I mean, uh, look at Junior Seau. Look at what happened to him. I know. God rest his soul. So, you like Oakland here? Just I mean, I, tell I, me how. I like, tell me how I, that happens. I like Oakland on the road, twenty-two nineteen. So I, I love me. I, I love me some Jadavian Clowney. I mean, I love him, but. Uh, I don't think Houston has enough offense to win this game. I think Oakland's defense is still solid. That Oakland O-line is pretty dang good. So does I mean, Houston just fall over themselves in this game? Is this more about Houston losing the game than, than Oakland winning it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, I, and I, I got the Raiders by three. I think it goes um, over the 37. Like I said, I think 22 to 19. Uh is, is the final score. Uh, I look for the Raiders to have uh, uh, 240 passing and Texans to have 220. I See, I didn't even name the quarterbacks here because it's just, I, you, don't, you know, you, you don't know. Like, I, I don't even know who the third string for for, for for the Texans is, but, you know. They don't know either. Yeah. I mean, Osweiler, Osweiler is, is going to play himself out of this game, I believe. So, and I think the total yardage is six twenty-five. Fair enough. So okay. I don't, I don't have a whole lot more to say about this game except, again, I love me some Jadavian Clowney. Yes, it's hard not to. He has had a very sneaky great year. Uh, not a whole lot of talk about him. He's in the Pro Bowl, but boy, has he earned earned his money and then some this year. That's that's for he darn has. sure. Uh, I. I mean, I, I gotta go Oakland. I gotta can't pick Houston. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Uh, I, I think Houston. Uh, I mean, Osweiler may give a, up a couple of pick sixes. Uh, I, I just think he's gonna choke that that deeply on 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 this game. Okay. Um, I I like Oakland. I, I like Oakland by ten. I, I just I don't see this being a game. I do I do like the over. You know, I I like more of maybe a um, you know twenty seven seventeen. Okay. Uh, I I do like uh, I do like Cook to get some yards. Uh, I do think they're going to expose the secondary a little bit. Um, but you know, so I I would put I would put the Raiders I would put the Raiders at about two two eighty and the Texans. Oh wow. To the Texans at about 170. Um, mm. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm right around that 625 with you. I, I like that. It's a good, that's a good solid number. I I don't think this is going to be a 7-3 game. You know, it, it probably should be <laughs> for the ineptness of uh, uh, the current status of these offenses. Uh, but I, I just, I do. I think some points are going to be scored here. Um and uh, I think, you know, not absurd, but but definitely giving them a little bit more respect than Vegas is on the over-under. So, 
Yeah, you know, just to touch base one more thing. I think Oakland's strength O-line matches up well with Houston's strength, which is their D-line. So now you just have to decide who's the better team everywhere else, and I think that's the Raiders. Dolphins at the Steelers. That's the other dog game that I just want to get out of the way. I okay. like Steelers by 14 here. All right. I, I, I like I like Steelers only by seven. Uh, I, I'm trying to play the game here, but uh, 30, I think 27, 20, I think 27, 20. Um, I just, listen, I, everybody is trying to build me up on Matt Moore and how this is his moment. And, you know, he's had such a solid career. If he's had that solid a career, he'd be uh, a quarterback s- somewhere. He, he'd be a starter. Cause, cause they're, there were plenty of starter positions to be had. You know, the the starting yeah. quarterback, you know, is really weak around the league collectively. So if Matt Moore was that good and, and coaches saw that much in him, he would have had a spot on another team. Houston, yep. Houston would have come, come after him. Uh, the, the, the Jets would have come after him. Instead, he gets thrown into this situation. He's he's looked decent. I'm I'm not gonna not gonna um, hurt him there. I mean he 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 got exposed against the Patriots, um, and I, I I think the Steelers are gonna do the same thing to him at Heinz. I I don't see him throwing for more than 100, 160 yards. Um, and you know I I feel like I feel like Roethlisberger is gonna go off. I really do. Yeah, I, I I I picked the over, even though I said twenty seven twenty. It was too close to the number, um, so I, I did forty eight and over. I think Roethlisberger is going to get three twenty. I I think the Miami defense is decent enough um, on the back end to keep him from really having that three fifty to four hundred game, but. Um, I think the Dolphins will be behind, so I think Matt Moore will get some yardage. I think he'll get two seventy-five. Okay, all right. I, I'll yes, I could give you some 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 garbage time uh, prevent defense yardage for sure. That's 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 fair. I see, I see that I see it working out that way. That's what I'm looking at. I mean, I I don't think it's going to be in the hundreds. Okay, well, that's fair enough. I think I think Le'Veon Bell runs for one hundred and fifteen. Um, the only reason I say that is because I think uh, I think they'll be able to. Uh, I think the Steelers will be very balanced in this game. I don't think they'll ask Ben to throw the ball forty times. Who's the player that wins this game then? Who's the headline? Uh, Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger yeah, still is. To, to Ant- Antonio Brown. I think Antonio Brown does some stuff with the ball that. Kind of wows everyone. I think the Steelers' defense might be the story here. I think the Steelers' defense just just absolutely uh, emasculates the, the the Dolphins. So um, then you're going you're going with the under. You're going with the under, then, huh? No, I'm I'm going, I'm still going over because okay. I because I think I think I think Pittsburgh is going to do a lot of a lot of the work to get it to the over. So you're thinking like 35 to 13 or something like that? Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking in that area. Like I, I may pick just 14, but I, I do, th- I do think 
Pittsburgh's going to do most of the work here and get into the over. Okay. All right. Two games that we that I you know really really like. I really like these matchups. Like I'm I'm just giddy, and and I'm not an NFC guy by nature. Uh, I know you're a Falcons guy. But I am a Falcons guy. Let's, We're going to the Super Bowl, baby. Hey, listen. Let's make it happen. Patriots, Falcons. Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, we might not have to even wait to spring training to see I each know, other. Right? Hoodies, Gosh, right? How awesome would that be? <laughs> I'm telling you. It's already on the books. I've already made it clear of uh, of of uh, the, the, the lifetime emergency fund will be enacted in hey. – you know I'm a poor school teacher, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Seahawks hosting the Lions. I was disturbed. I, I, I was really, as I said to you, you know, when we, when we were talking during this game, I, I'm just really disappointed that the Lions played to script. That they, yeah. that they played to exactly what every pundit was saying, you know, that, that the Lions would fold and the Packers would, would rise. And they just, boy, they just didn't, they didn't have it against the Packers. Um, so do you think, do you think this, uh, do you think, what do you think about fixes? I mean, look at the Dallas game a couple years ago with, with the Lions. You remember that game? Yeah. When and and Romo, I, I can remember it like it was yesterday. He knew that the, that look he had on his face was like somebody in his ear was just telling him, "No worries, no worries. The NFL's got your back. They're not going to let the Cowboys lose to the to the Lions in this point." And you know what was that? Two years ago when the Lions first went to the playoffs. Was was that right? Yeah. And, and I I just I don't know. What are you trying to tell me here? I'm trying to th- say I I think I think America's team might get boosted every now and then by the NFL. Well, I were I just thought you were and, going and I say the Packers too. I, yeah, the Packers so, so, and, and the Cowboys. So you were going. You're basically saying that that the fix was on last week. That the that the Packers got some crucial calls and absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They did. Absolutely. They did. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I you wouldn't don't know. know I mean, it by, you wouldn't know it by looking at Jim Caldwell's face. You wouldn't know. Oh, no. You wouldn't know anything happened. You would have just thought that, that some ducks were grazing in a, in a field. Hey, dude, you I know? never want to go to a comedy with that dude. I don't want to go watch anything that's funny. Oh, man. Because don't go to comedy clubs. Don't go to the movie with that dude because <laughs> you won't even know what you're watching. Don't play poker against that dude. You lost. Yeah. Boy, I I'm and and listen, I'm 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 unimpressed with uh with the passion. I'm unimpressed with the game plan. Um but hey Here's I, how everybody this, this is, sorry. is a pretty good consolation prize, by the way. Okay, because the Seahawks are not are if you could have told me, okay, I I I want to go to Seattle or I want to host the Giants. I'd probably say I'm going to Seattle right now. Yeah, I, I, I think the Giants are 
are pretty good. I think I do too. That, I don't want to play game, the Giants. The Giants Green Bay game will be the best game of the weekend yeah, for sure. I, I mean, but but I'm I'm going to tell you, um, you talk about Jim Caldwell and the lack of respect and the way he hit it. I mean, I saw a thing today where dude is in the playoffs, and there was a a marker out, you know, where where they release information that said Jim Caldwell will be back as the Lions head coach. Dude's been in the playoffs two out of three years. When can you ever say that about the Lions? And they're talking about this guy, you know, might not come back. I mean, I mean, he, he just, that's just disrespect. But he just he does nothing for the fan base. Right. Like, it, right. like it is it is very hard to get excited about Jim Caldwell's Lions. Like, right. let me get, ex- I, let about me get excited about Jim Jim Bob Jim Bob Cooters or what, what's his name? Is it uh, Jim Bob Cooter? <laughs> I can't say that name with a straight. Face. I know. Is it Jim Bob Cooter or is it? What I is think it? it is. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, it's Cooter's team. You know. That's funny. You know. So uh, that's why you're hearing it because more people are excited about Cooter than. <laughs> I've been more excited about uh, Cooter in my life too. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, uh, you brought me there. Yeah, yeah, I did. you know. I, I and I, I I I brought him up, so it's not bad on me, but okay. Um oh, All right, let's get back to the yeah. game. I, I'm right, I'm I, going I, I'm I, listen, every I, this is a game where I, I am putting I'm putting my money where my mouth has been all year, and I I, I haven't done it because uh, I I just I'm trying to play the game. But in this situation, okay, everyone's going Seattle. I'm going Detroit. I I think Detroit's got the weapons. I think they got the defense. I think Seattle is playing listless. I think I think Stafford um, is ready to have a breakout game. Um, I think Golden Tate is is motivated to stick it to to the Seahawks in the way that they um, jerked him around in, in contract negotiations or lack thereof. Um, I think there's a lot of things that, to me, point to Detroit in this game. So I'm, I'm going Detroit by four. No. No. <laughs> See... Seahawks by six, I think, I th- and I'm gonna tell you how it's gonna go down. It's gonna be sixteen to fifteen. Yeah. And Seattle's gonna score in the last two minutes of the game to win the game. No. Yes. No. Nope. Nope. Yep. It's I like I actually like some offense in this game. No, it's gonna I, be I low. Like, I like 28-24. Maybe thirty-two. No maybe thirty-two twenty-eight. No way both teams get the 20. Okay. No way. All right. No way. Detroit's defense is too good, and Seattle's defense is, is, is who it is. They, Seattle's defense is porous right now. Yeah. I don't think one guy makes him. You know, he, he's going to retire anyway. Who are you talking about? The safety. Yeah. I Okay, so – I just listen. I, I I I feel like the I feel a everyone's going to Seattle in this game, 
so the the old Vegas adage, the old Scott Van Pelt adage, go with or not. And and I feel like Detroit's got enough weapons where I'm going to go where where you're not and where everybody else is not. I'm going Detroit by four. I'm going over. I'm going. I'm going Stafford over 300. I'm going Russell uh, for probably 240. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. So you will be in the losers bracket, brother. Hey, uh, listen. I, I I'm going Seattle under. Um, Stafford 295. Uh, Russell Wilson 265. 700 total yards. Um, so give you, you something. Just heard, you just heard my collective picks. Essentially, we haven't even talked Giants Packers yet. You've just heard my collective picks, and you just called me out as headed to the losers bracket. Yeah, yeah, because you lost every one of those. You lost all those. <laughs> you lost one, two, three, four, five picks. You just lost. You are um, a loser. You are a loser. <laughs> um, let me give you something here. Yeah. Twenty-two. Our, our excuse me. Seattle's offense is the twenty-two second. Is 22nd. Detroit's is 21st. Um, you know, it's just not enough offense in this game. Um, Seattle scored 31 points against Arizona in a loss. They scored 40 against a Carolina team that was total like chaos at the time. They went to Tampa and scored five points. And then you got Detroit, who went to you know they, they went down to to uh, New Orleans and played a horrible defense and what was this, what was the final score I'm trying to remember it was um, you know 28 13 but that was drew Brees giving them 14 points and you know they scored six against the Giants yeah no they, neither team gets to 20. No way this isn't this is a lock. This is an under all day. This is your day. stone cold lock. This is yes. Cause Stone Cold said so. <laughs> all right. Listen. Yep. Listen. Yep. I, I'm hey. I'm gonna be in the losers bracket then. I'm I am I'm just I I I, I want the That's yeah. all right. I I will wait on you to come back around and play the, me for the finals. The head so. the head wants what the head wants. And uh, my head and my heart are saying, are, are, are calling out these picks. And yes, I am on the other side of, of Hank Johnston on all these picks thus far. So, hey, other than hey, Pittsburgh, and, other than Pittsburgh. And that's what you got to look at. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> that's what you got to look at. I, I would be interested to see where I am uh, differential with, with my person. And so. I mean, listen, you, you know, I mean, you know, the, the, this is. Our 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 matchups are not going to be one on picking picking the uh, the winner and 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 the margin of victory this week. It's all about the it's yardage. It's all about friend. the yardage. All about the yardage. Yes, my friend. So, uh, Giants at the Packers. Going to be a great game. It, it it'll be on replay on NFL Network. It, they'll. They'll be showing this game for a long time. This will be, this will be two possible Hall of Fame quarterbacks uh, 
Just and by the way, twelve degrees the forecast for Green Bay. That's ridiculous. Who lives there? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm I'm not gonna be that much better off this weekend, so Yeah, you can keep that too. I know you I, Hey, I, you know what? It's gonna be cold here. It's gonna be a whopping fifty three. Oh, poor you. Poor you. All right, so Giants at Packers. Uh I mean you got power on power in terms of the, the Giants' defense versus versus the, the Packers' offense. Um, I, listen, I, I've been off the Giants the whole year. I, so, I have been on the you know, Giants all I, year. I just don't have a whole lot of legs to stand on here uh, in going any other way other than the Packers. Because um, I just, you know, in Green Bay uh, – that the crowd, Rogers, um, I mean, he's got things rolling with, with, with all those receivers right now. With Adams, with Allison, with, uh, I mean, they're, they're just they're rolling. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, I like I, I like. Uh, do you like a shootout? No, I think I think it's a slobber knocker. I think it's twenty three twenty. A what? Slobber knocker, brother. Uh, Punch him in the mouth. A slobber knocker. Knocker. That's it. Okay. Yes. You never heard that term, bro. I'll file that under Casper Milk Toast. That's my (laughs) dad's my dad's favorite saying. Got guys a Casper Milk Toast. Uh, like uh, slobber knocker. I will file that. I, I will find a way to use that at least five times the rest of this week. Trust me. Please, please do. And and I, I will credit you every time I do. Yeah, give, give me that credit, please. So listen, I we it, it feels like we're both on Green Bay here. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, I got Green Bay by three. 2320. I and yeah. I'm I'm probably right around there. I'm probably going to go Green Bay probably by 5, by 4 or 5. Um maybe even 6. Uh I just yeah, they they're just they're hot right now. And and the Giants more than anybody know uh what happens when you get on this kind of roll at just the right time and 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 they are there. They are there. McCarthy is a great coach that will prepare, you know, every contingency for this game. And, you know, Rogers healthy, Rogers uh, motivated and excited about where his offense is at. Oof. Yeah, I, just, I, I, just, I, I think both of these teams will, will know. I think this will be one of those games where, uh, they'll be able to know what's coming before it's coming, and the defenses will be ready. But the two play of the quarterbacks will be more than the defenses will be able to handle. I, and I just honestly, I just hope Beckham's a non-factor in this game. I, I'm, I'm done with OBJ. I, I've just kind of had it. Nah, nah, he's good for the game, man. Okay. He's good for the game. You know, I what I just I, I've had it with all of the the antics. You know, I've had it with with the the taunting and the 
you know, the the proposal to the to the net and all of that. I mean, that was fun. Like that was funny. I got kicked. I gotta kill yeah, that. That was that that was that was some funny stuff. All right. This was this was the hardest over and under for me. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I went and with you still under. Went under. Man. I went under, but I I could I could be persuaded to go over, because <laughs> because I this is like I don't know this is like an extra point from being over, <laughs> you know this game. I mean that that field is is going to be frozen, which is good. Yep. You're going to give the offenses, uh, you know, a, a distinct advantage. You know, going to give them a good step or two in terms of footing. Um, yeah, I, I I like the over here. Just I, I, yeah. I I'm not gonna go full on shootout, but I think 44 is low. I I I, I could be persuaded to change my pick this <laughs> be, before sat before Saturday. They play Saturday or Sunday. Sunday, I believe. I could be persuaded to change his pick, but uh, I think Manning has 325 and Rogers has 330. And um, I think Beckham Jr. has uh, 110. I think he catches about eight balls. I'm just begging for one good game out of these. Now, now, history tells us that the Saturday games are on Saturday for a reason. And, and that the Saturday night game especially has been the dud of the four. I'm yes. really hoping that's not the case with the Lions and the Seahawks. Um, well... Here's the problem. It's gonna it's gonna be thirty four degrees and the wind's gonna be whipping five miles an hour and rain. So so that's what you're gonna be dealing with in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Rain. I, I okay. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm gonna... hence the twenty two to sixteen, sixteen to fifteen score with Seattle winning at the end. I just thought I'd share that with you. So, game of the weekend, we're, we're both feeling it. We want it to be, but we both feel like it's going to be Giants-Packers. Yes. Is that the only good game we're going to see in the NFL this weekend? Um, I think the Oakland and Houston game is going to be a close game. and it, it, it's interesting be, for a battle of attrition if nothing else yes yeah. yes yes i think it'll i think it will keep your uh, attention just to see kind of who um kind of blows it for one or the other in that game who's uh, who's less of you know who's less of a stooge who's not you know yes, less of a yes. boop, 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 you know yep yep ah, I, th- I i think that game could keep some interest yeah all right uh yeah i mean this is all four of these games have the in, – in there's a reason why all these teams are in the playoffs. And uh, all four of these games have some sneaky potential to be great games. Yep. Uh, I would – not for the game, but just, just for my viewing pleasure, I would love to be wrong about Dolphin Steelers. You know, I, I'd love that to be an actual game. Um. I don't. I don't see it, but here's hoping. I, I, I think it's probably the the widest margin of the weekend. Um, the, the Dolphins of Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm, hey, I'm going to give you one more pick here. 
Uh, Bonus. The Dukes, the Dukes over the Penguins for the FCS Championship, thirty-five thirty. James Madison. James Madison, thirty-five thirty. Taken down. The Penguins from Youngstown, Youngstown State. State. Thirty-five well, thirty. I'm going to give you that one. I will go the opposite there. I I will go Young. I mean, somebody from Ohio has got to represent, and I, I think it's going to be. Oh, uh, the Youngstown State Penguins. I will go thirty-one twenty-four. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So. Hey. Oh. Oh. Um, wait. Wait. Am I hearing Urban Meyer is taking a leave of absence for uh, something? What? Is no, that... I'm just kidding. I'm just oh, kidding. Jeez. <laughs> Cut me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I figured he had high cholesterol or something. He needed to take six months off like he did in Florida when they started getting their arse kicked. Hey, by the way, uh, that was a a long suspension for Grayson Allen, huh? That that news just broke tonight. He's back after. Yeah, Yeah, they only hung 110 on Georgia Tech tonight. Yeah. But. um, Jeez. Yeah, and you got Cinderia Stormwell sits out six games. And the Gamecocks go three and three, and pretty much uh, fall out of the top twenty-five. Which I mean, they're a pretty good team. I'm telling you, they're third in the NCAA in in, def- in defense field goal percentage, uh, and they held a, they held a Georgia team tonight to sixty-one points, with uh, who just scored ninety-eight the other night against Auburn. So, do you watch th- out for my Gamecocks. Do you think? Um... Do you think enough people want to talk college hoops outside of the tournament? I think so. I would love to to continue to talk some. You know, uh, you know, uh, you know. Villanova got beat tonight by Butler. You know, so I I, I would hope that we would continue to to um, to talk, um, especially uh, after the Super Bowl. You know, February and uh, into March Madness. Yeah, because I mean, that, it's right after the Super Bowl. I mean, that's when it gets that's when it gets yeah. interesting. That's the the home stretch for all the, all of the, the conferences, and yeah. yeah. And it's, I would like I would like to talk about selection of the of the fields and things like that. I think people want to hear about that. I think I think those are a lot. You know, the bracketology stuff. I I, I would definitely be interested in doing that. Hell, I'll even talk about NASCAR if we, we get the Daytona five hundred or something like that. I'll, I'll give my two cents worth on all that. So, do you uh, do you think we should even uh, do you think we should do some picks populi around bracketology, like actually doing a contest around picking the field? I think so. I think that so. That could I be think... fun. I mean, everybody I think... everybody does it once once the the field's set. That could be fun in forecasting the field. I think, and I think. Uh... We could continue the show and uh, continue with our listeners, and you know we'll just have to change our our uh, spiffy intro to uh, football picks, but just to picks popular picks. You there know? you go. There you go. <laughs> but I mean, I would I would be I would be up for that. And moving into baseball, you know, it would give us a chance in March to talk to talk some uh, spring training baseball and even talk some uh, some forecasting. You know, it might not be a bad job, bad thing to. Uh, Maybe forecast the months or something in baseball. That would be kind of fun, you know. Who's going to be in first after after the month of April in each in each division? Who's going to be here? You know that that might be fun to do. 
some, you know, some, make your picks for Cy Young and MVP. predictions ahead yeah. of the season. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I'm in it. I'm in. You know, I'm in. We'll we'll we'll, we'll be talking. We'll, we'll figure out some fun some fun <laughs> some fun ways to come at this for sure. All right, listen, everybody, have a great football weekend. Uh, one of the last ones of of the year. Um, you know, you, we got a good 48 hours at least of, of uh, not volume. It's all, it's, it's all about, hopefully it's not, a, it's about quality, not quantity this weekend. Enjoy the football. We will be back with you next week as uh, we've, we will talk about the national championship game and, and focus our, our sights in on the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We'll do that next week. For now, Coach, always a pleasure. Roll Tide, baby. Always, Roll Tide. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Go Tigers. I'm, 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 I'm losing. I'm, 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 I'm putting aside my sweaty frustration for this week, and I'm, I'm Go Tigers all the way. I, I slightly threw up in my mouth when you said that. Hey. I just want you to know that. <laughs> We're here for you. Listen, <laughs> here for you. For oh. Russell Holly, I am Tim Wood, and I am very thankful that you listened and and stuck all stuck with us through this through, through this labyrinth of 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 madness this week that we call Pigs Populi Radio. We will talk to you next week. 